the college basketball experience. Wake Forest Demon Deacons 2022-23 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today. This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college basketball experience. Wake Forest Demon Deacons 2022-23 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, a.k.a. Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits when dundee happened he was a superstar i smoke and i drink and um, i don't have stress and i'm healthy <laughs> oh we get to talk a little wake forest action subscribe to the college football experience i'm sorry the college basketball and the college football experience Look, Wake Forest College football is doing it, doing it. Sam Hartman doing it over there. Subscribe to the College Football Experience, and then hear the College Basketball Experience. We come together as one on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash/TheCollegeExperience. Subscribe, tell a friend, uh, and here we are. I'm very excited to talk a little Demon Deacons basketball because I think they got something brewing there. It's easy to see a tide turn when they hired Steve One Forbes. Uh, we're going to talk more about that in a second, but yes, subscribe to all of those and folks, this is the wake forest demon Deacons. Can Steve Forbes get them back? I think that's the question for 2022, 23 last year, you know, last year was a good start. Schedule's got to be a little stronger this year, but this is a rich program back to the days of Muggsy Bogues. Rodney Rogers. Uh, you could go, I mean, obviously Randolph Childress, Tim Duncan, Chris Paul, that whole era was absolutely fantastic. But I think that is the, the big time question when it comes to Wake Forest and Wake Forest basketball for the future is can they get back to where they used to be? You know, and I think I think Steve Forbes is gonna be that guy to ignite this program. I really do. You look at uh at what they've done historically. I mean, it's, it's been some tough days in, in Winston Salem there. They've only made the NCAA tournament once. And that was in the first four play in games under Danny Manning back in 2016 and 17. They've only made it uh, the tournament once since 2009. What's that? A solid, uh, what? 12 years of basketball, 13 years of basketball with one NCAA tournament appearance. And that was only the first four. I mean, even with that, this program was really rolling under Dave Odom and skip Prosser rest in peace. Cause that for, for at one point from 90 to 91, they had gone 
first off, seven NCAA tournament appearances in a row in that stretch. And then uh really what? Seven, uh, nine, 11, 12 in 15 years, 12 tournament appearances in 15 years. Um, can they get back to that? Because it's been a while. It's been a while. So then, and, and man, at 12 and out of those 15 years, they only had, wait, am I saying this correctly? They didn't have a losing season. No one, one losing season. No, 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 no. So in 15 years, they didn't have a losing season. That is what they need to get back to the years. They didn't make the tournament. The three years they didn't, they were 16 and 14, 17 and 14 and 22 and 14 under Dave Odom. Uh, you might know his son, Ryan Odom, former UMBC coach now coaches at Utah state in Logan. And I think that's the big question is, can they get back to what, what, you know, they were um, when they were rolling. I loved watching those Randolph children's teams. Honestly, some of my favorite memories of watching college basketball was Randolph Childress lighting up, uh, you know, Duke and, and uh, the whole ACC really um, obviously the, the Chris Paul teams were a lot of fun too. And uh, I'd love to see him uh, get back to it. Steve Forbes though. Let's talk about Steve Forbes for a sec. Cause I, I do think they got themselves a great coach. They, they, you know, they were kind of, uh, you know, no disrespect to Danny Manning, but I just didn't think he was the, the right guy for the job. I think Forbes is, I just think they gotta be patient. They learned a valuable lesson last year, but uh, Forbes, you know, 31 and 26 in two years. I think we give them a pass on that. You say that record, eh, it's just five games over 500. You got to remember his first year was the, uh, the, the, to me, learning curve there and, and COVID season also. So you look at, uh, at what happened that first year and you could say, okay, well I get it. He was six and 16 and just three and 15 in the conference. That's not going to cut it. And he'll, he'll tell you that uh, last year, 13 and seven in conference. And that's what I'm talking about. You saw a gigantic jump 25 and 10 overall. You could argue they should have been in the NCAA tournament. A lot of people will argue that a lot of, especially if you're a wake forest fan. Um, but I think the problem at the end of the day was the schedule was too light. Have they learned about that? That you got to schedule more aggressively. You can even afford to be like a, t- uh, you know, you could be 20 and 15, 19 and, and 16. But if you schedule more aggressively, that might be able to get you in. We've seen it time and time again over the years. Um, but either way, I think it's a great step from 6 and 16 to 25 and 10. That was the most regular season games they've won, believe it or not, since 2004 under Skip Prosser when they went uh, 27 and 6. So should tell you something right there about the direction of this program, whether the schedule was soft or not, doesn't matter. They still had to play in the ACC and we saw what the ACC did in the NCAA tournament and and folks, if you are listening to this and you are a fan of another ACC team, know that we have a bunch of episodes in the vault previewing, uh, previewing all these teams. So go check that out uh, on the college basketball experience. Um, Let's hop into it though. Let's hop into it. But before we hop into it, I do want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the Elias sports bureau. Yes. Football fans. The NFL season's back. And as week two goes to kick off, 
you know, you got to get ready to place your bets and lock in your fantasy team. And let me tell you what will help you is if you get the Elias game plan app. Yes. The ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, MLB. Uh, it has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. It really does. Uh, and the Elias game plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in, in sports stats. Yes. The Elias sports bureau official statisticians of uh, us pro sports leagues, including the national football league. Um, and the app gives you everything access to, to uh, team and player stats, head to head comparisons, Elias uh, key game insights from their research team. Um, and it goes on and on and on. I mean, expert game analysis for betting help with your fantasy football lineups. Uh, NFL season is here. So do not wait. Download the Elias game plan app today. That's E L I A S. And right now we have a special offer. Get a free uh, $14 or 14 day, get a free 14 day trial off a monthly subscription plan. But only if you use the promo code S G P N find the Elias game plan app in the app store or Google play store today and use that promo code S G P N. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. Yes. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL red zone plus uh, games in, in 4k at no extra charge. Um, they have over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. You can watch it on all your devices. You can ne- you know, never miss a game or an episode of your favorite TV show with the uh, included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time right now. You can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and uh, get 15% off your first month. Just go to Fubo slash SGP. That's F U B O TV.com slash S G P. All right. We're back talking wake forest, demon Deacons basketball. And you look back at last season, like I said, 25 and 10, 13 and seven in the ACC. You would think most years that'd be able to get you over. And I do, I will say this based on the way ACC, the ACC Shelled out in the NCAA tournament. Obviously, great run from uh, Miami and North Carolina um, and a few other schools. Duke, obviously. Uh, I do think you we should probably reassess and say, hey, Wake probably should have got in based on knowing that. But at the time, we we couldn't have known all that. The ACC didn't have a great regular season. It is what it is. I think Steve Forbes learned a valuable lesson that they have to schedule a little more aggressively, a little more aggressively, and then they can rely on conference play to get them where they need to go. Um, ATS. This was a very good team. 21 to 14 ATS hitting at 60%. Um, so we love them here on the college basketball experience on the sports gambling podcast network. Um, and if you, if you dive into the analytics of, of what this team was a season ago, uh, adjusted offense, they were 41st in the nation. And that's, that's one thing that stands out to me is consistency on both ends of the court. 41st in the nation in adjusted offense and adjusted defense 42nd in the nation. So that right there, absolutely outstanding um, three point rank. They, they were 119. So one of the better free th- or th- three point shooting teams in the, in the country um, by, by definition, not obviously not like your tops, but I'm saying still in the better half. Uh, this is something I think they want to get better at is offensive rebounding. They were 223rd a season ago. Um, defensive rebounding though, 93rd. So a top hundred team when it came to defensive rebounding. And I'm curious how that will stand this year after losing a couple key guys. Uh, they were a decent free throw shooting team, 134th in the nation. So uh, kind of happy with what you see there. 
pace, they were 30th in the nation. So Forbes believes in pushing that ball and getting the maximum amount of uh, opportunities. Um, and then turnover rate though. And I think this is probably going to be a point of emphasis this off season, despite all the roster turnover, which we'll get to in a second, but they're 241st in the nation of turning over the ball last season. So are taking care of the basketball that that's not great. And uh, as we know what 358 teams, so uh, they got to improve there. I think that's something that I'm not sure. We'll see if they can get it done this year. Like I said, they're going to lose. They lost some pieces in the off season and they, they, you know, it's 2022. So the transfer portal, they had to get, get creative on what uh, they could do and, and bring in uh, in Winston Salem. So uh, obviously the big news, when we break down this roster, um, Alondis Williams is on the Brooklyn nets. If you guys had a chance to watch Alondis Williams, with the Oklahoma transfer a season ago, he was awesome. It was a very one of my favorite players to watch in the ACC. He, he averaged 19 points and six boards a season ago. He's gone, Brooklyn Nets, and th- and this is probably proof that this team should have been in the, the tournament. They just they should have scheduled more aggressively because him and Jake uh, Laravia, their their forward from a season ago, who averaged 15.7 boards, he's on the Memphis Grizzlies. So two guys off in the NBA that should tell you enough right there. And then when you add in. Uh, the other players, Dallas Walton, the, the, the 10.5 boards, the seven footer. And I think this is one when we talk about defensive rebounding, that could be big for them. Dallas Walton was a Colorado transfer only one year in Winston Salem played, played good ball. Remember had that game winner at Tulsa that like 70 footer. Um, and then they had uh, Isaiah uh, Musius who was a six, eight forward who got 10.3 boards. He's gone, graduated as well. And Six ten, uh, Kareem Sai is gone, who who averaged six points and five boards. So those are some 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 big losses. Also lost Carter Witt to to Furman, the Paladins. Um, can they replace those? Obviously, I mean, Alondis Williams and, and Laravia were two absolute studs. But then your 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 front court, your rebounding. I mean, shit, that's thirteen rebounds a game. Uh, just from, and then when you add Laravia, you're talking about all together. Cause even Williams was a great rebounding guard all together. You're thinking of uh, what that's 26 rebounds a game lost. And also four guys at average in double digits, fucking brutal. That's brutal to replace in one year. Um, so we will see if wake forest will be up to the task. Uh, in, in 2022, 23, and if they they'll be able to to respond fast, really fast, because uh, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see because losing that much production, you have to sit there and say, I don't know, you know, I I, I got to worry about the schedule. Um, if they are going to be scheduling more aggressively, which I think I think it is going to be more aggressive. I have the schedule here. We'll get to that in a minute, but. We're going to talk about the incoming trend. They were very active in the offseason because they had to be, and that's really what they think they learned from the year before. Bringing in Walton, bringing in Williams, and some of those guys, some huge gets that made that team so successful. It's 2022. This is the footprint of college athletics, so get used to it, people. Um, but before we talk about the incoming roster, I do have to get us paid one more time. We got a lot of sponsors right now. It's football season, so bear with us as uh, as we rattle off and get ourselves paid. Uh, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by no house advantage. Yes. 
No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Uh, you can play in pick 'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning two hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash. Yes. Uh, download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for uh, corrected picks, and uh, climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills versus the house at uh, twenty times your your entry uh, if if you hit all your picks. So. Uh, bet on up to five uh, player props. Select the over unders based on uh, individual player matchups across every major sport you can think of: NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get the uh, first deposit match up to twenty five dollars. Make sure you check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined. Because it's not just how you play. But also where you play, and you don't want to miss out on this. We're also brought to you by PromoGuide.us. Yes, PromoGuide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in uh, plus EV betting strategies and making consistent profits from sports betting. Honestly, um, they have all these mathematical models that are just fantastic. All right, I mean, there's so much stuff you can get from this. Um, I, I gotta say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates and they have some of the most informative, I would say in the game uh, at, at their daily. Uh, you just got to check it out. I, I, they don't simply tell you, you know, what team is, is probable to win so to speak, but they, but they will tell you where to get the best odds, how to track down and cash in big and on consistently changing promotions. Essentially. Um, if you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are really missing out on an insanely valuable tool. Um, and the best part of it all is that promo guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicating or dedicated to building a well-informed better betting community. So go to promoguide.us and check out their hundred percent tracked, transparent and proven method for betting smarter. Once again, promoguide.us you get consistently and, and uh, and consistency gives you profit. Yes. We're also brought to you by sleeper sleepers, the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a league on there. I know I do. Uh, it is a game changing product. Unlike anything else in the industry. And now uh, you can win on sleeper by playing their brand new over under game, which is absolutely awesome. You, you select two or more players based on their stat projection. You bet on the over or the under, and uh, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the amount of money. You put in. I I was on the over on Sam Hartman over 275 yards at uh, at Vanderbilt last week. So that thing hit, and I had a couple other. You know, it has to be more than one, or it has to be two or more. So um, I had a good weekend with that. But uh, yeah, right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com/sgp, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's promo code SGP. Uh, sleeper.com slash SGP and you get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. All right, we're back. And look, I it's this is one of the hardest things as as a diehard college basketball fan and college football. This this actually this fits both sports, I would say, is that but especially basketball, you know, with only a limited roster. When you get like a team full of transfers. USC and football. It's hard. I mean, it was hard to forecast, but I thought, okay, I can kind of get this football. I think is a little easier basketball when you get uh, a couple of years ago, it was at Oregon state. I feel like 
I feel like four, uh, I don't know, 13 of the 15 man roster were transfers. Very hard to imagine how the team will play, especially if they're Juco transfers and you can't, you're struggling to find tape on the guys. Um, let's get to in the incoming roster uh, and, and who is and what, what I will project the starting five after that. But uh, first off, a couple big recruits, two top uh, 200 recruits in 6'9 forward Zach Keller. Uh, he's the 126 ranked recruit out of out of Colorado as well. So <laughs> going into the state of Colorado, he's from Littleton. Uh, also six nine forward uh, Bobby Clintman from Wichita, Kansas. Uh, Forbes used to coach at Wichita State, so I would imagine maybe some ties to the high school uh, coaching ranks outside of Wichita or in Wichita. Um, and then they were active in the transfer portal. Going out and getting uh, some key pieces, and I'm very curious to see if this will work out. Obviously, the big one, Tyree Appleby, coming in from the Florida Gators, where he averaged 11 points and four assists. That's a huge get. That kind of reminds me of the Alanis Williams get. That was a big time get. Uh, also got uh, Davion Bradford, a seven foot center from Kansas State. Um, obviously, the Kansas State situation with them switching over to a brand new coach. Uh, he jumped town to head to Winston-Salem. He only averaged three points and two, two boards a, a year ago, but I'm imagining that role and his minutes will drastically go up knowing that the demon Deeks lost uh, a lot of height from a season ago. Um, also six, nine forward, Andrew Carr from Delaware. And look, Delaware made the NCAA tournament lost to Nova in the first round, had a great run in the CAA. Uh, this is an interesting get because he averaged ten points, five boards uh, with the blue hands. Maybe, maybe that's one that uh, you can continue to develop under Steve Forbes, and uh, could perhaps surprise. Also, got guard Jao uh, Ituka from Marist, Rick Smith's alma mater. Uh, Fifteen points, three boards up there at Marist, but it's hard to forecast how that will transition to ACC play. Um, so that will be, that will be a bit interesting. Um, but overall considering what they, I would say they won the portal considering they only lost Carter Witt to Furman, but they did. I mean, getting those four guys. Yes, they won the portal, but overall replacing what they had last year, I think it's hard to forecast them being a better team than what they had last year. Considering, I know that they've been recruiting better since he got there, but losing some of those key pieces, two NBA players, four guys in double digits, and a role player in Kadeem Sai, uh, that will be interesting. Only time will tell. So, my projected starting five would be Appleby at the one. They do return Davian Williamson, who averaged 12 points per game. He shot 40% from three. And if he continues to grow, that's something to really get excited about. I also think if you watch some games last year with with them, Demaria Monsanto could really be a key player. Uh, he averaged seven points a season ago as things fall down here, uh, 40% from three as well. If those three can shell out the way we think they can, I think, you know, the guard play might actually be better than a season ago. Now the bigs, that's the big question mark. And I think that's what Steve Forbes is going to have to struggle with the most Andrew Carr, Davion Bradford, I think are the projected four and five on this team. How fast can they adjust to ACC play? As we know, Duke's got this unbelievable recruiting class coming in North Carolina. Baycott is back. 
Um, they lose Manic, but I mean, still uh, bringing in Pete Nance. Um, even Virginia bringing back a ton. Uh, where will the pecking order be for for Wake Forest and especially on the front court side of things? Uh, let's get to the schedule here. Um, but before I get to the schedule, I got to get us paid just one more time. I'm sorry. I know it's a lot of ads. Bear with us here on the College Basketball Experience. Uh, the Wake Forest 2022-23 season preview episodes brought to you by Run Your Pool. Yes, uh, Run Your Pool is awesome. It is a fantastic uh, thing, and right now, Run Your Pool has VIP access going. Yes, a brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you uh, get an extra edge against the books, plus exclusive access to real money pools. You know, entry to our exclusive week week one and week two pools with guaranteed five thousand dollar payouts, as well as our season long pool with a with a guaranteed a hundred a hundred thousand dollar payout. Uh, get access to exclusive data to help you uh, with your weekly game picks, premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools, and exclusive swag. You got to go VIP here. It's top of the line if you're a serious sports fan. Use the use the promo code SGPNVIP at RunYourPool.com/VIP, and you get fifty percent off your first month. Once again, Run Your Pool VIP. That's code SGPNVIP at RunYourPool.com/VIP. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Oddstrader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible for yourself. The app also provides uh, key player stats, key game stats, injury report, injury reports, uh, projected game day weather. Uh, if you're betting on football or, or perhaps even baseball, it also has a uh, a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity, which I love. Uh, so check out oddstrader.com/bluewire. That's oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, back talking Demon Deacon basketball. Let's take a look at the schedule because I think that's one of the big things that burned them last year. And some of it is luck always. There's a certain amount of that. Like who could have forecasted a few years ago that Kentucky would be that bad. You, you think you have Kentucky on the schedule saying, Oh, I got a great matchup against what one of the most winningest programs in the history of college basketball. Same can be said for, I guess the Steve, one of the Steve Alfred UCLA teams. Sometimes they just have a down year and you're stuck with that. I'm not saying that's what necessarily happened last year. But when you look, when you pull back the curtain on this year, you can say, "Oh, that seems like a big game. We'll see." Um, but if you schedule enough tough opponents, the odds are that you'll be able to have enough with your ACC schedule to to get yourself into the dance if you have a winning record like they had a season ago. Um, they are good. first off, they're in a preseason tournament, the Jamaica Classic, November eighteenth and uh, and twentieth, which is in uh, Montego Bay, Jamaica. I will be certainly watching that one. They open up with LaSalle in that one. And uh, they will also get the winner. Well, assuming they beat LaSalle, which who knows Fran Dumphy is now at LaSalle. Can't wait to see what he can do there with the explorers. Um, but they're going to get the winner of uh, if they win, they will get the winner of Georgetown Loyola Marymount. If they lose, they will get the loser of Georgetown Loyola Marymount. I think there's a decent shot that they win this thing. Obviously, Patrick Ewing and Georgetown pivotal year. They did not fire Patrick Ewing, uh, so he's back. And I thought he did some great things in the transfer portal, also on the recruiting front. So I do think Georgetown will be in that mix, but that could potentially be a gigantic win for Wake Forest if they are to get uh, 
you know, get a win against Georgetown. So they open up the season November 7th against Fairfield. That should be fine. I think they'll win there. Then on November 11th, they get the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, Georgia, this is one of those ones where I feel like it's, they can't afford to lose a game. Mike White, new head coach down there in uh, Athens. I think Wake Forest should take care of business here, but don't lose to Georgia because I do think Georgia has been kind of the doormat of the SEC. Uh, that would be a bad loss potentially. Um, but I think they will be two and zero. Oh. They they also get Utah Valley at home in 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 Winston Salem. That, that is the initial key game for the Jamaica Classic, like leading up to it. Utah Valley was good a season ago. They lost their big man though to Texas Tech. That that's going to be a tough loss. We'll see how they replace. But they've been a solid mid major program there. Uh, I believe Mark Madsen is the head coach there with Utah Valley. They should be three and zero. Going into the Jamaica Classic, I mean, really, they should be at least four and one or five and zero oh after the Jamaica Classic. Then they get South Carolina State on November twenty third. Then they have Hampton on November twenty sixth. So still, the schedule's not like out of all those teams. You, you better hope Utah Valley has another good season, which I think is is somewhat likable or somewhat probable. I should have said um, Georgetown. They need to they need to to win. I think Georgetown can be really good this year. When I say really good, I mean like a winning team in the NCAA tournament. However, those, that team has to mesh together as one and they have to do it fast because last year they were terrible and they went out and they brought in everybody. We'll get to the Georgetown preview in a couple of weeks here, but uh, definitely check that out. Um, so the month of November, they're not tested much. I would say, uh, well, at, on November 29th, they do hit the road to take on Wisconsin in Madison, ACC big 10 challenge. That game's going to be huge. I think uh, if you're trying to earn wins, I think Wisconsin is a NCAA tournament team. So I think if you are a wake forest fan, you're probably circling that November 11th matchup against Georgia. I guess you would even circle the Utah Valley matchup on November 15th. But then after that, I think the George, potential Georgetown matchup, um, how fast will LaSalle be? I mean, I think Dumphy will make LaSalle decent in time. It's year one. Um, can't afford any blunders to, to these, to these teams. Uh, and then obviously the Wisconsin game, you win the Wisconsin game that could really pay off. George, if you, if you beat Georgetown and Wisconsin, I think those could be two wins against tournament teams. So I can't emphasize enough how big those games are for wake forest. Um, let's jump into December because uh, December they get a neutral site game against LSU. LSU, Matt McMahon, new head coach. I think they're a they're kind of a mystery team. I think their ceiling is NCAA tournament, um, but also I think percentage-wise, if I had to guess, I would say they'd be fringe. I'd say probably I'd probably lean to no. They're not going to make the tournament in year one, but. Someone's got to win those games in the in, in the SEC between a lot of new faces that are there, um, so you can't rule that out. That means that would be a huge game for Wake Forest. That's in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, part of the holiday uh, hoops giving on December tenth. Can they get that dub there? Huge. Um, they also get Appalachian State on December fourteenth. Now that is an interesting matchup. Uh, App State made the tournament two years ago. Last year they they lost. Despite having a good record within Sunbelt play, that's a big game. Obviously, a little brother there. So, can they take care of Appalachian State? That should be interesting to see December 14th. 
And then uh, December 17th, they, they play on the road again at another big 10 school when they head up to the Rutgers Scarlet Knights in Piscataway, Ron Harper jr. Is gone. Can they get that win? I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I kind of like them. If I had to favor them, if I had to tell you the truth of what I think, I think the Georgetown game, if they get Georgetown, uh, once again, you should be rooting for that. If you're a wake forest fan, uh, it's kind of a 50, 50 game. Uh, the, the Wisconsin game, I expect them to be dogs in the Rutgers game. I could see a situation where they're favored in Piscataway there to take care of business and really favored in, in every other game. The LSU game is interesting. I think LSU could be a short favorite, um, but I feel like uh, it really depends on how fast they're bringing in everybody, everybody. So uh, it's hard to forecast if that that team's going to be an NCAA tournament team or not. Much like with Wake, that's that's the in or the out of conference schedule. Now in conference just came out while I was in Vegas this past weekend, and they open up the season by the way. So their December schedule. I, I really think when I look at November, if we, if we were to go month by month here, obviously injuries could play a role and all this could change. But in the month of November, I, I think they should be uh, a one loss team. I think if you're a wake forest fan undefeated or one loss, that's what you, your goal should be in December though. If you, if we line this up with the conference schedule, uh, Friday, December 2nd, they're at Clemson. That should be a winnable game. Um, home to Duke on December 20th and then home to, to Virginia tech. That's your month of December in conference. I think getting away at Virginia tech at home on, on uh, new year's Eve, a uh, huge game. I, I kind of think they're ahead of Virginia tech and I think they're ahead of Clemson. So they should go two and one Duke's an inc- incredibly young team. Maybe you can pull off some magic, beat Duke on, on Tuesday, December 20th. Uh, and then you'll be heading into Christmas feeling pretty good about your team. I think I would say in the month of December, the Duke and LSU games, absolutely gigantic. Um, January is going to be rough though, because January you got road games at North Carolina at Louisville. Just those are your first two games. Then home to Florida state, who I think it will be reloaded and, and better than they were a season ago. Then they head up to chestnut Hill, which I actually, uh, I feel like wakes better, but I do think BC's improving. Um, home to Clemson, home to Virginia, at Pitt, uh, then home to NC State and at Duke. That's going to be your toughest month of the season, if you ask me. It is the month of January. Um, February, sure, you're home to, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you start out at Notre Dame in February, then home to North Carolina, home to Georgia Tech, at Miami, at NC State. Uh, home to Notre Dame, home to BC and at Syracuse. Now, obviously there's, 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 it's, it's almost a fact. I feel like if you're playing better ball at the end of the year, you're more likely to get in to the NCAA tournament. So you could say, well, February is the most important month for any team. I really believe though, for the resume, the month of January is the month for must watch basketball with the wake forest demon Deacons. I think this team is a, a team that could make the NCAA tournament. But they got to they got to capitalize, and I feel like a broken record. If you listen to some of our other uh, ACC uh, preview pods, it, it's pretty simple to me. North Carolina is the team to beat in the ACC, flat out, plain and simple. After that, I think there's a tier of Tony Bennett and the and the Virginia Cavaliers, the Duke Blue Devils with John Shire, year one, incredibly young. 
and then I think there's a little bit of a drop off, and then it goes to an area where I see uh, Florida, the Florida State Seminoles, and the Miami Hurricane and the Louisville Cardinal, and I actually have Wake probably as the next team there, but that's what I mean is they got to get these wins against their conference teams that are, are on the same level or below them. They better make sure they're beating Clemson in that season opener on December 2nd. Uh, they better make sure they're taking, taking care of um, beating Pitt, beating Boston college, beating Georgia tech, NC state. I mean, the NC state's kind of in the same group as, as wake. I give a slight edge to, to wake, but I mean, they got to win those games. And I think those are going to tell the tale of their season. Um, actually, and I forgot to mention Notre Dame. Notre Dame's on a tier above to me on what they return. So my apologies to Mike Bray and the Fighting Irish. Do I think they can make the NCAA tournament? I do. Do I think this schedule from a season ago is is more aggressive? I do. I think they that you want to hope that they play Georgetown. Make sure that thing happens. Um, but yes, I think it is a harder schedule. I think Wisconsin's a tournament team. I think Georgetown could be a tournament tournament team. LSU as well. And I think the ACC is a stronger and deeper conference from a season ago, despite Duke losing all those players. I do think the, the conference is harder. So I think if they can ex- any sniff what their record was, uh, you know, from a season ago, I think there'll be an NCAA tournament team. Now, how, how far can they go? That remains to be seen. If I had to bet, which is what we do here, which I don't have any odds right now. Uh, I would say they would be a bubble team on the bubble potentially in the NCAA tournament, maybe in the first four, like Danny Manning had him to, I think the trajectory tra- trajectory is, is going well for Steve Forbes. I got to see it pay off though. And losing those players, they lost. I would kind of lean towards not making the NCAA tournament, but I do think there's a lot of opportunity for them to make the NCAA tournament. We'll have to see They're kind of a must watch team for me night in night out. I'm a big fan of Steve Forbes back to his East Tennessee state days. Loved watching him play there folks. At the end of the day, I'm going to say they narrowly missed the NCAA tournament, but I'm rooting for them too. I want to see them back. I want Wake Forest basketball good again. All right, folks, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Also, remember subscribe to the College Football Experience. We're always talking Wake Forest over there. Dave Clawson, fantastic, absolutely fantastic uh, coach. Love love Wake Forest football as well. Subscribe to both those. We come together as one on YouTube at uh, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. And uh, yeah, excited to break down more of these teams. And as the season heats up, when it tips off, what uh, November 7th, as Fairfield comes to Winston Salem, cannot wait for college hoops. And uh, excited to see what they do on the football field as well. Folks, subscribe. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast as well. Maybe you're a Carolina Panther fan. Maybe you're a Washington Redskins fan. We'll go check it out. They cover the NFL, they cover anything, really, all sports. Check out Sports Gambling Podcast. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Get that SGPN app for free in the App Store and Google Play Store. And one of my favorite things to recommend is the Discord. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Come in there and chat it up with us. Well, no matter what your sport is, if you want to talk Wake Forest basketball, you hop in. We have a college basketball channel inside of that, uh, in our Discord channel, uh, where you can talk hoops with us. We're always talking hoops. Um, maybe it's NBA that's your cup of tea. Hop in there. Maybe it's college football. Maybe we want to talk Sam Hartman and Clawson. Can we win the ACC last year? We got to the ACC championship. There's an avenue for you there. It really, anything you could think of uh, sports wise is in there. Shit. Even, even uh, outside of sports, there's some stuff in there too. 
like movies and music and shit. But anyway, check it all out. Sports gambling podcast.com uh, slash discord. I think you'll dig it. Um, and uh, yeah, folks, give me a follow on Twitter at the Colby D the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And I really appreciate it. If you got out and gave us a five-star review on iTunes, because we try to give us our best. I know it's a lot of ads, but uh, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. We've been doing this for over five years. Uh, when the college basketball season tips, I'll be bringing you college basketball episodes every single day of the season. Like I did a season ago. So check us out and uh, yeah, appreciate you. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. If you can, thank you. This is the college basketball experience. Wake forest, demon Deacon style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Conference titles and going to the Final Four, we were making a statement. It's easy to see a tide turn. Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! Coaching, we're all, all, our coaching did a horrible job, the players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked in that second half. They're begging us! Please have a party! Feed us drinks! Get us late!